You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number 11. Many people worry that to have a successful marketing funnel, they need to be super salesy. Not so, my friend, and I'll give you a couple great examples today. Welcome to The Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello, welcome to today's show. You know, many, 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 many people that I talk to really worry that to have a successful marketing funnel, they need to be super duper salesy, like total cheese ball in your face, I've got a deal for you kind of a person. Not so, and I'll give you a couple great examples today. And I really get this one because who wants to be seen as a cheese ball, like pushy, 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 right? There's nothing wrong at all with selling. In fact, if you're not selling your stuff, I would say that you probably don't feel confident in what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with selling. I want to be super clear with that. But there's a difference between selling with confidence to people who um, who want what you have and like running around like crazy, acting pushy and desperate. Like we know the difference between those two, right? We've seen it. We felt it. We know and the pushy and desperate cheese ball is like, no, thank you, my friend, get away. And there's this common misunderstanding out there that marketing funnels are pushy and the people who use them are only focused on the bottom line. And I totally get it because there are people out there who teach this approach. Like, you know, you get them in there and you sell, 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 sell. And you might think that a funnel, a marketing funnel isn't right for you because you don't wanna be that person who's just like cramming stuff down people's throats selling forcefully. And I get it. Um, I had, again, like I told this story a couple episodes ago, but let me go just a little bit deeper. So back in 2015, when I joined this crazy, like I'm not even sure, why I decided to say yes, but I joined this high level mastermind with this coach and it was $30,000. And at the time I had, I had a a decent business. Like I, I didn't have a fabulous business, but I had a decent business and I had some clients and I had some momentum and it was great. Um, and I decided to join this mastermind because they promised me that they would like three to four X my business. Like it was crazy. They made these huge, huge promises about, where they'd take my business and I just had to get in with their crowd and go to their mastermind and get their training and all this stuff, right? Well, I go to the first training and it is all about how to cold call. And I was like, uh, I like, did I go back to 1984? Am I on Wall Street? Like, what is going on? I am not 
going to pick up a phone book. And P.S. Are there even phone books around anymore? I am not joking. The person who was teaching this like held up a phone book and was like, get out the phone book if you have to. Just start calling people. And I was like, I am not doing that. And yes, I am invested in my business, but it just... I didn't feel like I just wanted to be dialing for dollars. Like that was way out of integrity for me. And uh, and then the other piece was they were like, and then you just have to follow up nonstop with people. You have to track them down and hunt them down and make them say no to you seven or eight times. And I was just like, what did I get into? But, you know, this is a this is a coach who had a multi seven figure business. And I was like, maybe I'm missing something and I just need to try it. So with a pit in my stomach, I was like, let's see how I can make this work for me in my way. Like, I'm not going to pick up a phone book and just call people Um, because like, how can I sell marketing services if I clearly am using my phone for marketing? (laughs) that just, it just did not make sense to me. Right. And it's not, and that's not a marketing funnel. Those are old school, hardcore, wear them down tactics. And honestly, the two people who are teaching that, um, one person, I think started working in the seventies and that's what they did is they literally just called nonstop. And I, you know, I tried it for a while. I tried um, getting out there and getting names, like going to networking events, going to different, um, uh, like, I don't know, conferences and that kind of stuff. But I just never felt like I wanted to be like, hey, this is Michelle. Remember we met at that event. Don't you want to hire me to do marketing for you? Don't you want me to be your coach for marketing? Like that just never felt right. I was always like, there's a missing piece here. And for me, that piece was warming people up. And because of that, I didn't make any sales for nine months as I was trying to follow this. And then finally, I was just like, you know what? Forget this. I am never, ever going to be successful following this advice. And I'm sure that there are people who are successful following that advice. That just did not work for me. Um, I I just was not the person who was going to pick up the phone and call total strangers and pitch myself until they told me no. Um... And, and here's the good news is that funnels don't really have to be salesy. They can be a lot of fun. Um, and I'm going to give you a few examples in just a minute, but, um, but the, the good news is, is that when I switched, when I said, I am not doing this anymore, I am not going to be stalking people and calling them nonstop and following up with them nonstop. I'm just going to put a simple marketing funnel in place. I built my, my, um, the marketing funnel that I showcase a lot where I, um, you know, spent like $63 and 17 cents and got over $10,000 of business. I built that one just out of frustration because I was like, I am sick of calling people and trying to pitch myself and feeling sick to my stomach because it just doesn't feel good. I launched that bad boy. And in three weeks I had over $60,000 of business and I did not have to pitch any insanity. I had people calling and saying, Hey, Michelle, I'd love to talk about working with you. That's how I want to work. I don't want to be like, do you want to work with me? Do you want to work with me? Do you want to work with me? That just doesn't feel good. And it probably doesn't feel good to you either. Um, and so let's talk about some, some fun examples that I've come across lately of marketing funnels that weren't salesy, 
but definitely got the job done. And then I'll give you a, a not so good example too. So the first one is this, um, it's this company called Bottle Keeper. So it's a present that I bought my husband for Christmas. It was not expensive at all. And it's their tagline is colder beer is better. It's science. And my husband doesn't drink a ton of beer, but when he does, he has this terrible habit of opening it, taking a few sips, and then like getting involved in something else, and then coming back and being like, it's warm, I don't want this anymore. And so this this bottle keeper is like this, this insulated water bottle looking thing where it, the bottom comes off and the top comes off and you can put a bottle of beer inside of it and then and then screw the top and bottom back on and it keeps it insulated and cold. Um, and I, I thought like, that's kind of a cool little thing. And so I saw the ad come up. I loved the video. It was kind of quirky and funny and it got me laughing. It totally hit in on my husband, like what he does. I don't know how they targeted me because I do not drink beer. I hate beer actually. Um, so I don't know if they were targeting wives or I don't know how they were targeting, but they definitely got it right. Their videos were so funny and they targeted me with like four or five videos. I don't know. And finally they targeted me with an ad to buy and I clicked on it and I was like, oh, I don't know how much it is. I don't know. It was like 25 or $30. It wasn't very much. And I clicked on it and then they had a couple upsells. It was just, it was a fun funnel to go through and it was cute and it was quirky and it totally hit on something that was just like a fun gifty thing that I could give to my husband to get a little chuckle uh, because neither one of us really needs very much uh, that we just don't go buy for ourselves. So this is kind of a fun little surprise, right? That was a fun funnel to go through. I didn't feel like it was salesy at all. Yeah, they were totally selling me on stuff, but in a fun way that felt relevant, that 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 was like, are they peeking over my shoulder? Cause they see my husband leaving his beers, his, you know, three sips of beer bottles out and then dumping them out because they're gross and warm. Like it was just funny. And so I, I totally bought it and, and he got it for Christmas. Uh, the second one that was really good is the fidget cube. I don't know if you remember this. It was probably like maybe a year and a half ago, maybe more than that, maybe two years ago. The fidget cube came out on Kickstarter. I can't remember how long ago it was. It seems like forever ago. And I swear to you, from the time I saw this video and bought it to the time I actually got this dumb little fidget thing was like nine or 10 months, right? It was crazy. They, so they had this Kickstarter campaign and it's like this, this cube, right? And it's just something for people who like to fidget with their hands. So one side is like a spinny thing. They have a clicker side. Uh, you can, you can Google fidget cube if you don't know what it is and you can see the Kickstarter video that they did. It's pretty cute. Well, I got one for my daughter, who's a total fidgeter. And um, and they were supposed to come out with it a lot faster than they did, but they didn't. Um, they ran into all sorts of manufacturing problems and shipping problems and like trade deal problems. I don't know. They It took forever to get these this fidget cube that was uh, like $15. But... Over that nine or 10 months, they kept sending all of these emails that were like, um, vote on the favorite colors, help us decide what colors we do. And by the way, would you like to order another one in a different color for someone else? 
Um, and then they would be like, here's where we're at, you know, and they would just give us like all these behind the scenes stuff, ask us to vote, um, showcase other things. And uh, by the time I finally got it, I think I got like four fidget cubes or five fidget cubes in all sorts of different colors because I just kept, I was having so much fun going through their trials and tribulations of this Kickstarter campaign with their problems with manufacturing and problems with people ripping off their ideas. It was so fun to be behind the scenes with them that I just kept buying more of these things. And it was a lot of fun. And I never felt like they were selling me even though they were. Um, and so that's a good funnel. And if, if you went through the fidget cube, uh, funnel. I'd love to hear from you because that one was just so different and fun and interesting. And I really felt the brothers pain as they were going through this, especially when they were having like their shipment containers were stuck in the ports with the port strikes that were going on. Like they just were so good about this stuff. Um, so those were really good funnels, right? Let me tell you about one that's not so good. So I swear to you, I have probably 70 friends who sell LuLaRoe. Um, and some of them are really great at selling it. And some of them are absolutely horrible. All of them added me to their LuLaRoe uh, groups without asking me. They just randomly um, added me. And I would just suddenly be getting like, Hey, Michelle, buy this, buy this, buy this. Have you seen this? And I'm like, what is going on? What are you people private messaging me with all these things? I don't even know what this is. And, you know, now I know what it is because so many of my friends are doing it. But, you know, I was being added to groups without my permission. Um, I, I had no idea about why they were doing this, why these stretchy pants were so expensive, what in the world was going on? Why were people constantly pinging me with a deal of the week? It was like no engagement, just buy, buy, buy. And then I had these other friends who were selling LuLaRoe who were doing it totally different. So they would be like um, putting it out there that they'll do a private style show for you. They'll help you figure out your colors. And I was like, that is so fascinating. Two people selling, or way more than two. I'm going to say I had two camps, right? I have probably, I don't know, maybe eight people who do kind of the higher touch LuLaRoe and probably like 65 who do the pushy, pushy stuff. Um, and, and it was just really fascinating to feel the difference because the people who do the higher touch stuff, I'm like, all right, I'll totally pay attention to what they do. I'll watch their Facebook lives and their groups and see, you know, what they're unpackaging or what their, I don't know, outfits of the week are or whatever. The other ones, I just got out of their groups because I was so tired of them constantly pitching me with zero engagement. They were just like, buy, 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 buy my stuff. And so those, those are three examples of different kinds of, uh, quote unquote funnels. Like the people who sell LuLaRoe, um, maybe it's not like a traditional funnel, but the ones who do it with the personalized engagement, they want to do a style show and they'll set up a special time for you. Like that is high touch. And that is a really great way to set yourself apart from everybody else out there who's doing that. So Again, a funnel is nothing more than a tool. It's just a blank canvas. So while you could use them to be pushy if you want, ugh, 
not what I want. I mean, that's how I felt when I was being told that I just had to pick up the phone and call and call and call and call and call and call people until they told me no eight times. Probably the same way as my poor friends who are doing Lula Row. Um, you could just as easily use a marketing funnel to build relationships and present offers that your audience actually wants and that feel really good and really personalized and put a smile on that face, like a personal shopping experience with LuLaRoe, like a bottle keeper with their funny videos, like the fidget cube with their crazy behind the scenes trials and tribulations that resulted in me buying way more fidget cubes than I could ever use. Uh, you know, again, it, a funnel is just a tool. You supply the personality, you supply the approach, you supply, you know, what goes into it. The last thing you want is for your funnel to present some weird hyper salesy version of you or version of who you think or who you've been told you need to be. You want to give your audience the real you that lets them see the best possibilities in themselves and how you can bring the best possibilities of themselves out. So again, once you discover the power in marketing funnels to warm up your audience, to connect with your audience, to engage your audience and help them see you as the person, the teacher, the expert that they want to buy from, you're gonna wonder why you ever wasted time just randomly doing marketing. Instead, you will know exactly how to build a tribe of buyers who are totally committed to you. And if you want to know which marketing funnel is right for you and your business, I have created a totally free and easy quiz to help you figure that out. Head on over to today's show notes at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 11. That's just the number 11. And in less than five minutes, you're going to know exactly which funnel is right for you. Last thing. So I need your help, please. Let's spread this free, valuable podcast to more people just like you. So if this episode was valuable to you, will you please take three minutes, jump on into iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you will do that and then share this with just one person, you will show iTunes that this podcast is worth ranking and worth showcasing, which will help other people find it and it will help tremendously. And when you do subscribe, rate and review, I've got a freebie for you. I'm gonna gift you my mini course, The One Sentence Marketing Hook. So all you have to do is take a quick screen grab, screenshot, and email it on over to me at michelle at michellelevans.com and I, I will give you access to the One Sentence Marketing Hook. So again, just email it to michelle at michellelevans.com for your free gift. And last thing, I promise, uh, if you have gone through a fun funnel like the Fidget Cube, the uh, Bottle Keeper, or anything else, or you've gone through a yuck, yuck, yuck funnel, Tell me, I wanna hear all about it. I would love, love, love to hear all about it. So send me that email as well, or pop on into Funnel Chicks, my um, free Facebook group, and let me know all about it. All right, I'll talk soon and see you on the next episode. 